in Daniel 2 verse 21 and he changes the times and the seasons my message tonight is about spiritual seasons come on somebody says spiritual seasons the Bible here says he changes the times and the seasons do you know that God can change your times Tonight, I'm not talking about times. There's a special teaching I have about spiritual times. But I'm not talking about spiritual times. I'm talking about spiritual seasons. Do you know we are having so many things in the scripture and in the spirit which so many Christians and believers do not pay attention. If I may ask you a question individually, what season are you right now? Do you even know the season you are in? Now, failure to know such. Because the enemy knows that you're ignorant and he maximizes your ignorance. The Bible says, ask the rain in the time of rain. So how do you know that it is your rain season? And you must ask for it. So the Bible says, are you here? The Bible says what? It says, go back to Daniel chapter 2. Let's go. And he changes. I just like this statement. God can change. Just to hear that word change. God changes times and the seasons. Only there. Even if I stop there, the whole service we can even say it's over. If God can change your season, if God can change your time. So what season are we talking about? What season are you in? Do you know the season you're in? Let me share with you. Let me share with you. So we have different seasons. Hello? Hi. Number one. In the spirit, there is what we call the dry season. <laughs> Somebody said the dry season. What is a dry season? In a dry season, everything doesn't make sense. How do you know that you're in a dry season? When you are in dry season... You are in a season whereby if you find yourself, you want to pray. But even prayer, you struggle with it. Hello? Have you ever noticed sometimes you want even to pray? But every time you want to pray, you find yourself, you know, not into prayer. Sometimes it could be situations you are facing or what you are passing. Or sometimes it just comes where you are finding yourself distant. If you ever noticed that, you are in a dry season. But this is where you even struggle to pray. 
you wake up in the morning, you believe, you have faith in God sometimes, but then you, you actually sometimes move out of the spirit and begin to think like you. You begin even to struggle. When you find yourself in this season, what must you do? Do not ignore this season. It is a dangerous season. Most believers and Christians, when they're in a dry season, they keep on moving. They keep on moving as usual. But in this season of dryness, as I said before, for you to meditate the Bible, it becomes a problem. You, you may actually say, I will, I will read the Bible today. Before you know it, you will sleep without even reading the Bible. Even to worship, to pray, it takes you two minutes, you are done. And there are people who have been in this season for years and they're still moving forward. I'm praying, I'm, I'm a Christian. You are in a dry season. And in this season, anything you do, if you find yourself in this season, be careful. Because in the spirit you are declared, you are in a season of drought. Whatever you plant, it dries. Whatever you want to do, what we use to measure what you are passing through in life, it is your spiritual dryness. It will tell us what is happening even in your financial status, even in your career. What is happening in your spirit? If you are able to kneel down and you want to pray and you can't feel his presence, you can't feel the touch, and you feel detached from the spirit of God, it is exactly what is happening in everything around you. You are in a dry season. Oh, I must speak to somebody here. You take, take my word very seriously. Praise be to God who says he changes seasons. May God change your season tonight. I say may God change your season tonight. Roji Karabahata. Let's look at a few seasons in the Bible. In the dry seasons. The biggest question must be, so what do I do if I find myself in a dry season? Do you know what Jesus said? He said, blessed are those who are thirsty. So if you are in a dry season, it means you are spiritually, you are thirsty. You need to drink. You need to be filled again. And unfortunately, so many Christians right now, they are watching me, they pray, they give time, they seed, they, they, they everything, they do everything, but they are moving on, even if they know they are dry. Even if they know they are passing through a dry season. This is dangerous because you are moving in a season of drought. You are moving in a season of drought. Whatever you plant, it begins to what? To die. Never stay in this season. So what must I do? I said be, develop the thirst. You must be a person who must always notice, no, something wrong is happening over here. 
I need to be filled again. Are you hearing me? Come on, if you can, raise up your hand and say, Heavenly Father, fill me again. Say that again louder. Heavenly Father, fill me again. Fill me again. Say louder, louder. Heavenly Father, fill me again with your spirit. Don't stay there. Isaiah 44. Let me show you this. Isaiah 44. Do you know what the Bible says in verse 3? Do you know what the Bible says? For I will pour water on him. Ay, 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 ay. So, Major One, so it is true what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. God says he wants to pour the water. He wants to pour the water. Where is that person who's thirsty? Where is that person who discovers they're in a dry season? God says, I'll pour the water on him who is what? Give me the scripture. Who's thirsty. And floods on the dry ground. Hey, you're watching me there. You're dry. I'm telling you. God says, I'll pour the water on him who is what? Thirst. And on the ground, which is what? Floods. God is willing right now to open up the rivers of heaven. And pour out the water. To fulfill what Jesus said. That blessed is he who is thirsty. For he shall be what? He shall be filled. So never stay in a place of spiritual dryness. There is a season that you're going to go through. It's not something that is not going to be done with everybody. No, as I said, it's a season. Every person can go through it. So you must notice which season am I. The moment you find yourself in that season, walk out. It's a season of dryness. This is a season where many people backslide. They backslide in prayer. They backslide in giving. They backslide in fasting. They backslide in how they love the Holy Spirit. They backslide in so many things. They may still be in church. But they are in a season of dryness. Isaiah 44.3. It says what? For I will do what? I will pour water on him who is thirsty. And floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants. And my blessing on your offspring. Amen. But you must be thirsty. Did you hear that? So it says for you to know that things are not moving well with me. It starts with your spirit. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you feel like you're giving up. Sometimes you feel like, oh, wow, you become you. You use your wisdom, how to handle things. And everything you do also begin to what? To dry. Because your season is a season of dryness even in your spirit. So the Bible says, if, when, when I pour the water on you, when I pour the floods on you, even everything around you, including your descendants, there shall be blessings. 
Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. So why blessings are failing to be poured is because the ground where you are is dry. So whatever you try to do, it dries. Come on, somebody say, I command. I command. Every dry season around me to be flooded with the Spirit of God. With the water of the Spirit. It's a season. You may actually be in that season right now. It's a season of spiritual dryness. If I may say, go and pray to your home tomorrow. Go and pray. You go in your house and you begin to start praying. And, and you'll be struggling with the prayer. What is happening in the spirit it must tell you what is happening in every sphere around you. It is a season of dryness. I pray today that you develop thirst. You develop hunger. You develop that God, I want to be filled with your spirit. It is my prayer because this is affecting everything around you. You are in a season of dryness. Number two, the waiting season. Somebody said the waiting season. Waiting season. So, some of you, you are in a dry season. Some of you are in the what? Waiting season. And this is where some of you are. You are in a waiting season. Trust you me, it is the most tough moment where people make mistakes. It's a season where people begin to ask questions. They even ask God, are you there? And if you mess up this season, whatever you planted becomes useless. In that waiting season, we don't just wait. We are removing weeds. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We are removing what? If necessary, we put manure. We fertilize it. Are you understanding? Because it is the waiting season. We don't want to lose anything. Because the moment we forget it, to say, hey, I planted and nothing is happening. And I leave it. Guess what? What I planted will be overpowered by the weeds. So most people, when they're in the season of waiting, it is a season where they give up. It is a bad season for people who are not patient. This is why God has given a, a special fruit called the, the fruit of patience, perseverance, long-suffering. When you are in the season of waiting, so some of you, you are in a season of what? Waiting. waiting. Here, you must be very careful because some of you give up. You abandon your farms. You abandon who you are. Let me, let, let me tell you something. All people you know in the Bible went through the season of waiting. Let's talk about Joseph. Joseph was told you are a king. You, 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 your star 
will rise above your brothers. Do you know how long it took? Do you know how long it took? 37 years. It was a bad season. And he became one. Tell the neighbor, if you have a neighbor, say neighbor. Neighbor. In the spirit realm. I can see you in this season. So in the season of waiting, are you hearing what I'm saying? It is a season where many people make mistakes. Even some abandon their faith. They abandon their farm. They abandoned what they believed, what they confessed. Some, they even took a seed. I'm giving this to God because I'm provoking this. And because they're waiting and it's not happening, they abandon what they planted. They forget one thing, that God changes seasons. He can change the season of waiting. Are you hearing me? Psalms 37, verse 7. Ho, 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 ho. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not flit because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. He says, hey, 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 hey. Don't begin to compare yourself with the wicked people. Who are prospering. And you're like, but these guys are doing well. And me, I, I've been doing good things and nothing is changing him. He said, do not flit about those people. He says, wait upon him. It's a season. It's a season. In the military, it's a strategy. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's a what? God knows what he's doing. In the season of waiting, Joseph was sold as a slave. In a season of waiting, he went to prison to interpret dreams. If Joseph didn't go to prison, his talent of interpreting dreams could not be revealed. He was already in the palace and nobody recognized him as a dream interpreter. But prisoners did. Am I communicating to someone? Oh, yeah. So when God puts you at a place of waiting, he knows what he's doing. You may not be recognized right now where you are. But God knows what he's doing. So the Bible says, wait patiently. Stop. Stop comparing yourself with people who prosper in wicked ways. Say, stop it. Say, wait on him. So there is a season of waiting in the realm. What I'm teaching you now, I'm not teaching you from a book or from the notes. I'm teaching you from the Bible. These are written there. We are reading the scriptures from the Bible together. It is a season of waiting. Jesus had to wait. People came to him and said, hey, 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 master, we want you to do this miracle. He said, the time to do such has not yet come. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If Jesus understands this season, 
Who do you think you are? Isaiah 6 verse 21. Also your people shall all be righteous. I want you to see that statement there. They shall inherit. Did you hear that? Is the Bible saying they have inherited? They will what? They have to wait. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting. The work of my hands. That I may be glorified. So God says they shall. And they have to wait. So can you imagine right now. God has put that for you. To say. My daughter, you have to wait. And it's a season so many people fail. People fail in the season of waiting. Can you imagine you have got all what you want? Like, now, I want to marry. I want a woman to marry. And God is like, I'm putting you at a waiting season. Psalm 5. Verse 3. My voice you shall hear in the morning. Did you hear that? God shall hear the voice what time? Do you know how powerful morning prayers are? My voice you shall hear when? In the morning. See that? Oh Lord, in the morning, I will direct it to you. And I will look up in King James Version. It says what? Oh, Lord, in the morning, I'll direct my prayers unto thee, and I will look up. In NIV, the Bible says, in the morning, Lord, hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you, and wait. And wait. Expectantly. Some of us, we know things God told us to wait. We know the season of what? The season of waiting. We know that that one is for, I have to wait. That one, no, 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 this is dry season. It has to change. Raise up a hand, everybody. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, help me. Heavenly Father, help me. Say again, Heavenly Father, help me. Heavenly Father, help me. Say it again. Heavenly Father, help me. So in verse 21 of Isaiah 60, the Bible says, when that I, the Lord, shall, did you see that? I shall make them inherit. Then in verse 22, finishes everything. It says what? The least of you will become, not you, you have become, you will become a thousand. But you have to wait. A smallest, a mighty nation. Then the scripture finishes with a brilliant statement. I am the Lord. In its time, I will do this swiftly. Good news says what? <laughs> when the right time comes, that job I'll give it to you. That miracle, it will happen. So can you imagine? I'm not saying that all of you are in that season. I'm saying in any case, you are in that season. 
never give up. If God puts you at a waiting season, do not make any mistake. God is not unrighteous. God is not wicked that he may lie. God is not a son of a human being. Whatever he said he would do, he shall do it. If he has put you at a waiting list, my friend, the only thing you can do is to quicken the time. Because the Bible says we can what? It says we can do what? We can redeem the time. So for you to redeem the time, do not give up and abandon the farm. Put manure. Fertilize the farm. Watch over it. Remove the weeds. Otherwise, you'll be on the waiting list forever. Do you know what happened with Jesus? Can you imagine Jesus, the son of God? Imagine Jesus. He had to wait in the grave. He had to be taken to the grave. A stone had to be put on the entrance. He was waiting on the third day. Am I communicating to somebody? I say he went into the grave. And at the right time, the stone was rolled away. And I pray that your stone will be rolled away in the name of Jesus. Trust you me, I'm telling you this. You have waited, some of you, and you didn't know it was a season. And God can change your season today. In this season, people begin to ask questions and they will never have answers. Are you following?